0: This is the Born Offside podcast, where dreams sometimes do become a reality. We're all up to sunny Spain. Viva Espana, are out of the World Cup. Viva Espana, are out of the World Cup. Suck it. Diego, suck it. <laughs>
1: Welcome to actual episode 18 of Born Offside. Don't forget that you can follow us on Twitter at Offside Born and also check us out on Facebook at Born Offside Pod. I'd like to start this episode, episode 18 of Born Offside with the following statement. Germany are out. I just like to say it periodically. German, <laughs> Germany are out. They're gone. But today, Jason can say something. Jason, what would you like to say today?
2: I would also like to say something very special as well. Spain are out. Spain are
1: Ooh. out. Goodbye, Spain. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> adios, amigos. Uh, uh, or adios, muchachos. Or hey, hasta la vista. Uh, or whatever it is that you want to you know, use. You know, that's, uh, that's all Mate, good. I've got an Am idea.
1: I've got an idea. How about Tiki Taka Tiki Tokt? Oh. Today was, mate, like, so uh, for those who who didn't know, Spain uh, drew 1-0 with uh, Russia in normal time before proceeding to go out on penalties. Spain uh, opened up the scoring with an own goal from a set piece. Uh, Russia promptly got a fairly controversial penalty. And then we were bored to death for a good hour um, (laughs) before there were some penalties, which were really rather exciting. Um, And I would say, mate, that this was... You know, because obviously Spain are famous for tiki taka, and I know it's probably a topic if we dived into a little bit more, we'd find things like, for example, Guardiola famously says that he hates that expression tiki taka and he doesn't like possession for the sake of possession. But it's really where it came to the fore was when he was in charge of Barcelona and this ability to, and we've seen Spain succeed with this um, this way of playing football, which is you know really came about in 2008 through to 2000. What they won the Euros 2008, World Cup 2010, Euros 2012, you know, that what six year periods, they would play, play a system whereby they got the ball and they would have, you know, 75% of the ball at times and really just literally pass the team off the park uh, to the point where the other team were just tired of chasing it and they would exploit them um, with, you know, precision strikes that you didn't see coming because they'd be just been passing it in front of you all day. And the kind of counter revolution to that was the whole Klopp thing with the Gegen pressing. And um, we saw the German Bundesliga team, uh, Germany obviously won the World Cup, but also the German Bundesliga's team. I remember Munich took, took Barcelona to pieces in, a, in one of the semi finals. I think the, eventually it finished like six or seven one mm. o- over the two legs. And, and Spain and Barcelona and Real Madrid. Uh, particularly Barcelona, were forced to change the way they play. And if you look at Guardiola's Bayern Munich or even Guardiola's Manchester City, they play very differently from how his Barcelona team played. But this is, I'm taking a long time to get to my point here. The, the point being that Spain played that old tiki-taka way. I mean, I think the end statistic was something like 900 passes to like 120, but I would say 900... and. Well, of the 920, I'd say 918 of them were backwards.
2: Hmm. Yeah, and this is just just... Typical of what we have seen, just exactly like you said, over the last Lord knows how many billions of years. It feels like billions of years because it's been billions of years of torment. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's a um, uh, final statistics. I've actually got them here in front of me. It was a hundred and uh, sorry, 1114 passes for Spain, uh, 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 290 for Russia.
1: Bloody so, hell. Russia had that many.
2: Yeah, they did. It's unbelievable. 80% to 20% possession, Um, you know, and, you know, you look at those stats and you think, uh, uh, you know, more shots and uh, they they had, you know, yeah, look at the stats and you think, right, okay, Spain dominated the game. You know, they must have, you know, Russia must have just parked the bus, you know, all the way through it. But it was, it was, uh, you know, you almost sort of thought, uh, yeah, like you said, have they been figured out? Is this the end of it? You know, and and will this now force a a rethink on uh, on how they're going to be uh, how they're going to be playing? I agree with you completely. Um, it was
1: mind-numbingly yeah. boring. I think the only person who was more bored than me was Diego Costa, who looked just horribly bored. He looked like. You know like when you join a club and everyone else knows each other and they treat the new guy like an outsider that 's what Diego Costa looked like because the, the, I think the three times Diego Costa got the ball, he lost it because he tried to go forwards, and you can see the other Spanish players going, no no, no no, 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 no do no, no, no. we don't go forwards always sideways always sideways. Always sideways. <laughs>
2: Ah, yeah, no, I understand. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> and it's it's amazing, is not it? And that's why so famously they they went uh, uh, with a formation of of four six uh, uh, the, a few years back, didn't they? For a World mm. Cup, they went without a striker. You know, because uh, uh, that's not the that's not the principle of it. That's not the idea of it. That's not what they believe is. Uh, uh, is the way that you're supposed to play football. But football is a lot more dynamic than that. They believe they're making something a little bit more dynamic in the way that they were playing, but actually it's more dynamic than that. You need strikers, you need to, to be able to play a long ball if you want to play a long ball. It's not something that is is unheard of. Um, Man, I, I remember I used to get so so bored with watching Barcelona matches, you know, and uh, uh, it was just painful. It, it's like, and I think we've discussed it on a, f- a couple of occasions before this, and off this show as well. It's just absolute pain uh, uh, to to watch. Uh, admirable in the way that they're able to control the ball and control the play and control possession. Well done, yes, very good. But other than that, ugh just horrible so um you did at anyway. least
1: used to get these these moments of cut right where they would tip tap tip tap tap and then all of a sudden there would be a precision pass usually inside the fullback. someone's round the back you pull it back in the middle of the list. they didn't even seem to try that the front line was so static i have i really really be, think that we've now seen the effect of firing your manager on the eve of the tournament <laughs> Bec- well, well so? because Well, Uh Kiero, I don't understand why Hiero had to play Coquet and Busquets. Like, Uh, 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 there was no reason to play both of them against Russia, who have one half-decent player in Golovin, and then, I mean, another bunch of lads who, I I mean, if they were playing for Ipswich next year, you wouldn't be surprised. They're, like, kind of middle of the championship level, admirable, strong, good on them for for trying, and and the crowd was amazing. And, I mean, good on those Russian players for doing what they... But Spain should have won that game they had all of the tools to win that game they uh, it was just for crying out loud attack and then the one moment where one of them was direct was rodrigo who came on for extra time and he turns the turns the fullback and he's bearing down on goal and the one moment where you want him to just square it to aspas for a for a tap in he decides yep. to shoot it was just <laughs> remarkable um
2: what? Did did you did you find out what the reason was for dropping Iniesta? Why why wasn't he playing? I I couldn't uh, uh, I, I couldn't see the reason why. What? Why yeah, wasn't
1: I, I, And I also don't understand that when he was brought on, he wasn't brought on for either coquet or Busquets because there was <sighs> no point playing coquet and Busquet. What?
2: Uh, very strange. What very very strange. I'm not sure whether or not he's been asked to to make you know a decision uh, on that. I would be you know, sort of saying, you know, the, the exclusion of Iniesta, a guy who is putting all of his, uh, his eggs into this World Cup basket. He's 34 years old. He's ready to go. And he wants a little bit of the action, you know, and you, you don't have to, to G him up or anything. I thought, was he, were they resting him so that he would be fresh for the next game? Maybe. I, don't I mean, know. It was bizarre because
1: if you're going to play Iniesta you have to play him and silver together because they are the two that combine and and they do like it. i mean
0: mm. when
1: when the famous iniesta and xavi axis existed iniesta was the the one with more cutting edge than xavi but i think the closest thing he has to that axis with xavi is david silver but he didn't play i mean i'm pretty sure that he brought iniesta on for silver or if he didn't silver wasn't on the pitch with him for very long i just i couldn 't understand it at all the the tactics of the coach, and I think Spain kind of paid the price for firing because Lopetegui was a coach who liked some cutting edge to it, and they seemed to just regress back to what they used to do in you know in the two thousand and six oh, and It was just thoroughly uninspiring and you know there's a part of me that wants to say that a team that has twenty six percent of possession shouldn 't win a football match, but like if if you 're just going to knock it around like, it's not even on the 18 yard line. It was like halfway between the halfway line and the 18 yard line, just tap, tip, Like, and you just, it's like a tennis match. You're just watching the ball go from one side to the other. And then occasionally a Russian player would get his foot on it. It'd go back to Ramos or Piquet and then you just do it again. And it just, oh, it was mind-numbingly boring and very annoying. All
2: right, okay. Look, they're gone now, it's okay. They
1: are, they're gone. Mate, and you know what this means? It me again, <laughs> I, I can have a nice little kip. Um but Spain going out though, mate, means that one of let me see if I can get this right, one of Russia, open, Croatia, yeah. Sweden, Switzerland, England, Colombia is going to be in the World Cup final. One That's of those teams. Right. That's just nuts. <laughs>
2: You know what it's it's it is absolutely crazy i and and one of the things that i i after today's games i kind of thought back because obviously yesterday we were saying spain are just gonna it's gonna need you know poisoning or you know some kind of uh
1: i was listening to that we were way off
2: yeah we were way off obviously uh or were we Uh... anyway
1: yeah, Spain, so Spain were way off. I think we can agree. We're on. Way off.
2: Yeah, yeah. But did Putin in, get involved? He may very well have. Now, this is uh, obviously something that we'll have to uh, uh, double, triple check with our sources in uh, in Moscow um, uh, to see if they know something that we don't. But you know, we we were thinking about that. We, you know, we'll talk about the Croatia Denmark match in in a little bit, uh, uh, you know, a little bit as well. But we were close on, on close to being wrong on that one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's been so many shocks, like Portugal going out to Uruguay. I mean, it's, the, it's one of the biggest shocks that I've experienced in a long time. And, uh, you know, France uh, against Argentina. Anyway, I gave you I gave you a little inlet there, but anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking we're, we're gonna struggle to call a lot of these matches now. And um, I'm just not sure. Uh, it's, it, is, it is just blown this one wide open. Spain being knocked out has really opened, I think, the doors for a lot of teams now to believe that they can do something here. So, very, I'm, I'm very excited, like on so many different levels, uh, for Spain going out. You know, seeing all the Spanish players sitting on the field at the end, you know, hand, head in hands, and you know, it was, it was just, uh, you know, Ramos is going home, mate. You know, yeah, well,
1: that is nice to think about yeah, that in it. Yeah. Ramos is going on. Ramos was an epic bastard during this game. He managed yeah, to know, complain complain about pretty much everything. Uh, he yep. was even he was even doing like the VAR symbol in between full time and the start of of start of extra time for something that as far as i could make out had happened in the 75th minute and you are like <laughs> what is he going to do sergio go you know what you're probably right i'll go check it on the var i'll go rewind you- the clock back 15 minutes and let you what the fuck sergio shut up <laughs> shut up um, although i thought he did actually defend very well against zuba because zuba was way bigger than him and yeah. Ramos was doing a really good job of getting in front of him. And you could see Zuber was like, oh, oh, if he's going to do that, I'm not going to get the ball. Mm. Like, oh, there's,
2: there's no arguing that he's an amazing defender. He's just an idiot.
1: Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. A, a, hot-headed, a hot-headed idiot and indeed a bastard.
2: And a bastard. And it's nice to see these hot-headed idiot bastards go home soon. You
1: know? <laughs> yes, yes, they are. Yeah. I thought they went, they went out in a much less delicious way than Germany went out. Like yeah. Went enough. out in this wondrous, <laughs> suicidal, farcical, just Manuel Neuer losing the ball and the ah. Oh, I mean, they oh. went out kind of joyously. Spain went out with a whimper.
2: It was a yeah. bit dull. It's very true. Although it's still. Still tastes good, anyway. <laughs> yes, just, I mean,
1: out is out,
2: right? I'm just, I'm just licking, licking up their tears here at the moment as we speak. So Spanish <laughs> tears. I've got a few people, uh, uh, Spanish who, who I work with here at work as well. So I've just, just been looking for them and I haven't been able to see them today. So, um, but <laughs> I, I did wonder <laughs> on, on my way into work this morning, like, uh, it's never, you know, you don't like it when people take the Mick when Portugal get knocked out. You know, you, you know, you, it's, it's, it's the whole give as good as you get kind of thing. I, but you don't like it, so so why are you doing this to to Spain? And the reason is because I hate them.
1: <laughs> oh, solid reason. Anyway,
2: sorry, I mean, yeah. That sorry.
1: whole give as you get argument, I find it's it's good to give, 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 and then when you get, just walk away. Just walk away just just walk away
2: and that Uh, is that is pretty much what what i did do after the portugal match because i was sitting with a couple of 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 idiots and uh you know and they were sort of rubbing it in and i was like oh this is close Pint, pint glass in my hand. <laughs> like, Don't want to
1: go it's back to jail. Have two children. Not again.
2: <laughs> not again. So yeah. So it was. It was. I had to hold on to that one. And um, yeah, yeah. I, I even I even met him in the toilets a bit later. And like, sorry, bloody idiot had been sitting next to me all the all the way through the match. And my Portuguese scarf on and everything drapes over. And he turned around. and went, Oh, are you you supporting Uruguay? <laughs> you know. And I. <laughs> I turned round whilst I was still taking a piss and just stared at him.
1: <laughs> Pissed at him. I was like, oh <laughs> shit, I'm still pissing.
2: <laughs> Sorry, mate. Did I just piss on you? Are you, are you from Uruguay? Anyway. Uh, sh- uh, uh, it was just painful. Let's but, not yeah, take look, you back
1: there. Spain no, out. no, Thank Spain you. Out. No.
2: Spain, Spain, are out, which is great, which opens the door now for uh, uh, for Russia to to uh, to move on through, which they did. What a what a uh, I'm really happy for Russia actually because uh, I didn't give them a chance. I don't think anybody else did, you know. And it's it was it was wonderful to see a crowd, you know, in a stadium so so happy. So well done, Russia.
1: There was one one last thing. Obviously, this game is decided by penalty kicks, and. Yeah. Um, I was fully expecting Spain to be fairly fairly horrendous at taking penalty kicks. And then they duly obliged. I wasn't surprised. about. It. What was surprising was how bad De Gea was at saving them. Like all of the Russians were just going down the middle. like. Yeah. And there was a couple I thought that he should have got to. Was, I thought he was poor.
2: No, that's right. I mean, they, they, they got... Yeah, every single one of them uh, uh, went, went in. He, did, he didn't seem to... I don't know. I think think De Gea has suffered a little bit during this tournament. Ever since that second Portuguese goal, the Ronaldo slip, uh uh, that he put in he came Mm. under a lot of criticism in spain and um and i think they must have they must have asked him look mate you've got another career can you you a chef can you cook you know (laughs) because goalkeeping ain't ain't gonna happen for you much longer well if chefs
1: if chefs drop things then you're in trouble so that wouldn't be a good choice that wouldn't be a good choice
2: either no Uh,
1: it's it's no no, they drop things uh mate it's very weird though because de Gea was I mean, he's been the best goalkeeper in the Premier League for the last four or five years. like, And yeah, by yeah. by some distance. Like, he's, I think it was the beginning of the year, Manchester United went to uh, the empty crates stadium to play Arsenal. Yeah. And um, he was... I mean, he kept them in the... I mean, they won the game 3-1. I think they had three shots and goal and Arsenal had 35 or something. And most of those, De Gea saved by himself. But the statistic coming out of this tournament is... He's had seven shots on target against him and conceded six goals.
2: Six, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it, it, it really it it doesn't make for good reading. And I um, actually read a piece as well, uh, uh, which was was in in regards to to how he must be feeling and and and, and the pressure that's on. Uh, on him as the number one goalkeeper for Spain I think Spain have been a bit blessed over the past decade with some great goalkeepers in the past and uh, and even further back than than the last decade and I think he's now taken this this role on his you know It's his basically because the only other uh, goalkeeper that's left of that old guard is Pepe Reina, you know, who was in there and he could have played, you know, and he's he's not he's not a bad goalkeeper. He's only say thirty five or something, so um, he could very well have been brought in. uh, But they kept David de Gea. But I think the press, uh, from what I read, the press really went into him after the Portugal match, and I wonder if it just got to him. You know, because he just, he, he didn't seem confident. You know, there was a, uh, the goal, I think the goal against Iran as well, where, um, sorry, Morocco, where the guy went one-on-one and, you know, he sort of spread himself, but he went straight under his legs, through his legs. Um, and yeah, I just felt like he wasn't as, as authoritarian as he has been in the Premier League as well. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, I felt, felt bad for him, uh, but there we go.
1: For, for, for a few microseconds.
2: Well, mate, um, uh, I think we can leave it there uh,
1: in terms of part one. We will be back in a minute with part two with the wonderful, wonderful excitement, not that was Croatia versus Denmark. Yay. Yay.
0: Spain. Spain. Glorious Spain. Nothing quite like it for numbing the brain. It's okay. The plane has many seats left. There's no shame.
1: And we're back for part two. Mate, we have to admit, yesterday we were spoiled. We had a 4-3, we had a 2-1, we had 10 goals. We had goals with faces. We had goals by the guy called the noodle. We had goats dropping out. Yesterday was a delicious... Today was a bit dull in comparison. But you know what? Croatia, Denmark set out... They really started this game with all the enthusiasm to put that kind of theory to to bed and make this an exciting game, and absolutely, it was yeah. mate uh, an absolutely thrilling first four minutes with it, uh, it, one not one but two comedy goals. Yeah,
2: <laughs> mate. The first one, Super Sitch. I don't know what he's done, but like, yeah, he basically sort of put his hand there and and it all kind of was like, oh, 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 oh it's gone under my body. Sorry, guys. You know, like it's it just kind of not not it. <laughs> in? Tobacco. it was under bizarre. Himself. It wasn't a. It was a very strong hand he put to it. Yes, uh, yes. You know, it was. Uh, you know, it was. Like, it was almost glove-like, and um, it, 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 it was. He obviously had some some power in his arms there uh, that we're that nobody else is is aware of. But it was a really very strange one. I just, I just love how they were all in the box you know pretty much all 22 players were in the box it was kicking it about the place it's like something from a from a, a you know down the down the park kind of match you know and then eventually somehow it went in and i'm sure most of the people in the box who were there at the time didn't know how it went in no all they knew was only that, super you know, six knew
1: only super six only super, knew, how that knew. It. everyone else was clueless you can tell from the way the danish people celebrated
2: yeah absolutely and uh, you know even even uh, uh, even the the, the striker who scored it. Or oh, Craig, it wasn't the striker, was it? It was a uh, uh, what's his what's his face?
1: Um, Jorgensen.
2: Uh, it, it was a striker. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. So, it
1: was the defender called Jorgensen. There's two Jorgensens. There was. It was the uh, central defender called Jorgensen.
2: Don't do that to me, please. For goodness' sake. I mean, just Sorry. sort of. Uh, no, no, no. you not you. The Jorgensen's. <laughs> the Jorgensen's. Because <laughs> the <Jürgensens. laughs> <laughs> the <Jürgensens. laughs> they've obviously got like a family boathouse Somewhere I don't think
1: there. so. They look very different. Would
2: you like to come to the Jorgensen's for the weekend? Yeah, uh, yes.
1: At yeah. one point yeah. they brought a Jorgensen on and I did say to everyone I was sat with, have they just swapped a Jorgensen for a Jorgensen? And we all looked no. and went, possibly. And then the Jorgensen that they brought on, who coincidentally didn't come on for a Jorgensen, but the Jorgensen that they brought on had "n Jorgensen" as if to say new Jorgensen. New. So, and <laughs> improved. <laughs> Not the old one. Um, And (laughs) then mate, we had had another comedy goal very soon after where a man got hit in the face. I mean, Cavani did the best thing with a face yesterday. And uh, Delaney, who clearly is an Irishman playing for Denmark that no one spotted. um, Delaney did the worst thing with a face where he managed to play the ball into the path of Mario Mandzukic, who put it in the net. I mean, just a minute and a half after the first goal. Yep.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was it was so fast. It was so quick. And the way, the way it just pinged off his face, that's how I, that's, you know, because obviously part of you feels, oh, poor guy, you know, you know, it's not something that you could ever really do uh, uh, on purpose so that, you know, you know that your your mate didn't do it on purpose. But, uh, um, you know, the way it just it pinged off in in such a way that he just fell flat on his face. <laughs> I don't think he even knew what uh, what was going on. You know, it was uh, it was unbelievable uh it was just uh, just incredible mate um, it must have happened yeah.
1: to him like this it must have happened to him like this ball goes past me ball comes straight back at me ball hits me in face i'm on floor oh hear loud noise what happened did it go in the goal <laughs> like it's like he must the point at which he realized that the ball hitting him in the face has resulted in a goal must have happened while his face was in the in the grass right he didn't see that happen
2: no, I don't believe so. Yeah, so the the, the the roar of the crowd must have just you know uh, given him that uh, that little. Uh, oh, it's a
1: double whammy: ball in face but <sighs> goal conceded. It must be like, oh shit!
2: What if he thought he scored a known goal with it? You know, no, yeah, no maybe he, he
1: was, maybe he, he was know. privately happy. Maybe he was like, oh well, oh Manzukis put oh, no, it nice. I mean, oh shit!
2: Well, <laughs> oh, no, but yeah, but thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I um, wonder, like if. If, if, if it was you on the floor and you just got smacked yeah. in the face by that, uh-huh. would you? Not? It's
1: happened. I've been smacked in the face by a football before. It's happened. It hurts.
2: Okay, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I got smacked in, I sort of smacked in the side of the face the other day. That wasn't very nice. Mm. Uh, with a, with a, 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 a defender trying to clear it. Bang! In the side of the face. But actually, it, it actually didn't hurt as much as people thought it was. And I love them. You know, because everyone just kind of goes, whoa, oh, gee, oh, you okay? You okay? And you're like... You know, you just brush his shoulder. Yeah, no no worries, mate. I'll bring it on. Ball to the face. Ball to the face, mate. Surely. Come on. Um but yeah, you'd almost feel tempted to go up to the defender and just smack him one. You know, I know he's on his team, you know. And just, but just you know, just you don't get many opportunities to do this and be justified, right? So, like, you know, in front of millions of people, you get up, you walk up, you go to the defender, bang, deck him. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> justified. No one's going to send me off, even though, you know, it's my own player. ref's not going to send me off. No,
1: he can. He can famously send, yeah. like, do um, you remember David Batty and Graham Lasso? Oh, and I think yes, also
2: yes.
1: Kieran Dyer and Lee Bowyer, although I think Kieran Dyer should probably have been given... A knighthood for smacking Lebo, yeah, because is a <laughs> nasty piece of work. Um, but yeah, you
2: can. So you can. You can be. You can be sent off for smacking your own player. Oh yes, I absolutely. I don't think you should be able to. But anyway,
1: that's. Uh... <laughs> they should bring that rule. It's perfectly. I think it would have been okay to kick a ball in his face. Come back. That's your there you
2: go. Yes, he love it. He goes and picks it up from the back, from the back of the net. You know, it's because it's still in there. Okay, lads, lads. Oh no, 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 Don't touch it. You know, he fights the goalkeeper for it. <laughs> goalkeeper thinks, oh, he wants to get on with the game. <laughs> Turns around. <laughs> oh, mate, taps it on the shoulder. <laughs> Turns around. Bang. Ah, uh, dear. You know, he does a batshuai sh- bat on him. Mate. <laughs> uh,
1: it, so, so it was a wonderful, wonderful first four minutes. Right with, with goals galore. I mean, there was a goal every two minutes for the first four minutes, and Pretty then good odds. <laughs> yes, and then we had a really terribly dire 114 minutes that so I don't want to discuss it any way, shape, form, or anything that happened at all in that 114 well,
2: minutes. You, you can discuss one point, I think, and that was the, uh, was the penalty and the. Yes, yeah, uh, so the that's
1: why I've said uh, That's why I've said 114 minutes, mate. Four that's plus smart, 114 mate. Is smart, because is 118 is 118.
2: Plus the four from the, the the beginning was 118, and I thought, oh, by that time you're at the end. I didn't know. No, meant the
1: no, end. it happened in right. the 118th minute, where finally Modric managed to play a really nice through ball to Rebic, and Beautiful. Rebic goes. I mean, he left Kasper Schmeichel. There's a brilliant angle as Rebic goes round Schmeichel, and you can yep. see Schmeichel go, ah, fuck, because because he. You know, he thinks Rebic is round him and he's going to score. And Schmeichel yep. at that point thinks it's over. Yep. And um, the defender does. I mean, mate, strange echoes of of Ghana versus Uruguay from 2010. Because mm. Rebic just has to roll it into the net. And uh, the Danish player hacks him down.
2: Yeah, um, hacks him totally. It doesn't even... I mean... It, it, No, he doesn't. He doesn't go for the ball at all. I think he's totally away from the ball. There's no chance of him actually getting that. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it should have been... uh, Yeah, it was... uh, Well, and
1: then Rebic Rebic would have rolled the ball into net. And even when Rebic goes down on the floor, he still tries to flick it in somehow, Mm. um, but clearly doesn't manage. Now, the controversial thing here is that this World Cup, we have, uh, we have what they call the double jeopardy rule. So previously, if you're through on goal and the last defender yep. or the goalkeeper fouls you, uh, so takes away a clear goal-scoring opportunity, yep. uh, then you previously would have awarded a penalty and it would have been a red card, which I don't know about you, mate, but I always felt was unfair because if you take the goal-scoring opportunity away, mm-hmm. uh, then you give it back when you give them a penalty. Right, so I always felt like to send the guy off as well is not really fair. So, Mm. so I didn't ever, so I kind of like this rule. However, this seems to be a gray area because Rebic had a chance better than a penalty. Like, once he's round Schmeichel, that chance is better than a penalty. So, I felt like, well, you know, you haven't evened it up by giving them the penalty, that should be a red card.
2: Mm. Maybe give them a penalty, but the goalkeeper has to like turn around what
1: what i thought what i also thought was give them the penalty and had modric scored it fine but modric missed it which he did then he gets a red card
2: oh now that's yeah that's an interesting twist on it um what if modric really hates that defender you know for whatever reason <laughs> just decides he'd ru- much rather have him sent off than score a goal for his country. Like, I don't know. Poss-
1: possibly, I don't think so. He was Danish. Mate, I would have done it if it was Suarez. <laughs> I was like, on. So if I miss it, Suarez is out the next game. Whatever happens.
2: Yeah. All right, all right, Wait, all right. He just, Wee- you should, over you he goes. it, and then you turn around and you look directly <laughs> at Suarez.
1: I would be. I would say to the ref, yeah, yeah, ref. Just before I take the pen, can I have the red card? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Come on, mate. Come on, please. Give, I'll, just, I'll
1: do it. I just want to see what it looks like. I want to touch it. <laughs> whack, whack, whack the penalty over the top, turn around, give Louis the red card. It's like, yeah, off
2: you go. You're later, mate.
1: <laughs> I don't care what happens. You're not playing in the next game. Even if I'm not either, you're not playing in the next game, whatever happens. Bye bye, Louis.
2: <laughs> oh, dear. Mate, are you even. Louis, Louis, do you want to take it? <laughs> Should... <laughs> You can't. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> oh, because it's screwed for you, isn't it, mate? Louis, do you want to take it? Like, if you score, you stay on. But if you miss, <laughs> you go off. Uh, I love let's it. See.
1: Let's love see, it. see what you're really about. Yeah. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure about the double jeopardy rule. Um, and then um, from that moment when Modric steps up to take the penalty, so started the, uh, the um, uh, Kasper Schmeichel uh, show,
0: really. Show
2: yeah and, yeah oh jesus what a you know uh it, it kept going towards shots to uh uh um to his uh, dad dad yeah out in the oh
1: store. i loved it like, mate it was wow. like park football it's like
0: yeah
1: when you're out on the park watching a kid play and you know which dad is that kid's dad only yeah. this time this kid's dad is like and like, I mean, Peter Schmeichel and Kasper Schmeichel do look remarkably similar too.
2: They do. They do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's definitely, uh, there's there's no need for a DNA test there on, that, on that one. No. Um, uh, well, anyway, no, no, but, no. Uh, <laughs> it was, it's, it's unbelievable, isn't it really? And it's so, I actually, I like it as much as I hated Peter Schmeichel when he was at Man United, simply because he was at Man United. Mm. Um, I do like Kasper Schmeichel a lot and I love the whole father son uh uh, link you know I think it's really nice to see it's not as unusual um when you're seeing you know father sons you know things but but with outfield players but with goalkeepers it's I'm not sure if there's been that many about is there
1: I don't know I can't think of any did um did Buffon have a dad? No, he's so old; he probably never even had one.
2: Yeah, but if, but if, if, if it is something like that, that's what we're talking. You know, yes. we're talking about dads or granddads. You know, or before the war. You know, or something like that. But uh, yeah, no, it's great, absolutely great, and he's he's a great goalkeeper. I, I really rate him. I think he should be. Yeah, um, he, he should, uh, No disrespect to. Uh, we've said that so many times on this show. No disrespect to. All the disrespect uh, in
1: the world to. to
2: Leicester City. There we go. Um, yeah, uh, but uh, he should be playing for a top, uh, top, top team, I Yes, think.
1: he's a Champions League goalkeeper, I think, certainly. Yeah, for sure. And for sure. he certainly proved it, but um, he saved three penalties, and Super Six saved three penalties. Unfortunately for Kasper, one of the three he was during the game, and therefore um, Croatia went through. Yeah. Uh, Modric, Modric, balls of steel to take another penalty.
2: Uh, you know, I think yes, uh, for sure. Uh, but it's something that he, uh, I reckon he he was he was up for it straight away. I think I think so. I think you know, as soon as the penalties were requested, I mean, he's your captain, he's a top guy. You 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 would expect someone like Modric to to do that. I and mean, he's a known perjurer, as we've you know spoken <laughs> known about. Known perjurer. As well. You know, so we, no, nah, no, nah, yeah. But, but balls of steel, yeah, for sure. But I think if he hadn't, uh, it would have been very strange. You know, uh, your captain needs to step up and, and do that again. You know, it would have been a. Do you think Stuart Pierce would turn down a second opportunity? And I
1: think Mate, so. Stuart Pierce would take all five penalties if he was allowed to.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he'd come, he'd like go off the pitch, put on a wig and some glasses, <laughs> put on Paul Lynch's shirt and go. Yeah, 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 I'm Paul Ince. (laughs) Your run up
2: looks really like Stuart Pierce's did on the last one.
1: (laughs) Also, isn't Paul Ince right footed? Anyway.
2: (laughs) Isn't he he black as well? Anyway, I don't know. Uh, All right. (laughs) Next up, Uh, Paul Ince.
1: (laughs) And and now, Gary. Hang on, they all look like Stuart Pierce. Yeah, he would, psycho. Love him him for that. Mate, I have to say also, Modric's first penalty was obviously saved. And then I believe the first two penalties in the shootout were also saved. And I was screaming at the television, well, somebody, please, score! Like, (laughs) they just seemed totally incapable of it. But in and amongst all of that, uh, I thought Subasic's save of Eriksson's penalty was top draw. Because if you watched that one back, Eriksson... Ericsson hasn't fluffed that. He's put it in the corner and put it
2: right in the corner. He's put it right. Does he touch it onto the post?
1: Yes, he does. Yeah, he yeah, does. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. They put it right in the corner, and it really was. It was. Uh, it was very, very well done. Um, yeah, I don't know. And um, and I think there was also a, a, a slight talking point with uh, one of the other penalties as well. One of them... Casper Schmeichel wasn't happy, was he, with uh, one of the penalties taken by. Uh, uh, yeah i thought I thought he
1: was wrong to be there was you're right there was one where um one of the Croatian players stuttered in his run up, but you're allowed to stutter you're just not allowed to stop altogether stop.
2: yeah yeah Wait so, so, and he
1: he the, didn't yeah. he didn't he didn't stop yeah, yeah. um although it didn't stop at old oh, casper giving it the var symbol yeah. it would be interesting <laughs> to see var during a penalty. Yeah. although I think you know. VAR could probably try and stop that thing that keepers do where they come a long way off their line because they were coming a long way off their line. Oh mate, you know, one thing we have missed, what we have missed is after Ramos took his penalty or we'll stay on the subject of penalty shootouts, but going back to the previous penalty shootout, when Ramos scored his, he went and got the ball and put it down for Cheryshev who, um, was Russian born, but grew up in Spain and still plays in Spain and is fluent in Spanish. And just to add to the bastardry of Ramos, Mm. you know he said something filthy, probably about his mother, his sister, like his face, all of that in probably four or five words. And Tereshev still scored, so hats off to the fella.
2: Oh, mate, it's, it's such a a, a war of games, isn't it? You know, it's just, you never know, with penalty kicks, you know, penalty shootouts. I've, uh, I've, I've I've coached a little bit and, uh, and and gone through, I I can't remember a time that I actually went through penalty shootouts myself, um, uh, you know, when I was younger, but I've coached, uh, a team who's been through penalty shootouts and it's just it's just so exciting you know <laughs> I just love it as much as I know a lot of people hate it you know but uh, you know there's no other way of, of resolving this age-old program uh, problem isn't there really it's just
1: well there's the Japanese way which is to get fewer yellow cards maybe we could just <laughs> yeah, do it that
2: go. way oh I thought you meant are they going to say the samurai way no <laughs> yeah, okay <laughs>
1: No, so who can be more
2: polite during the game way, which is right, okay, not chop everybody's heads off way. We win because huh. they have no heads anymore. So, <laughs> nah, who wins right. now? <laughs>
1: if a player got <laughs> his head chopped, if a player got his head chopped off, would you be able to replace him with another player?
2: I don't see any reason why not. Heads off, you know, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and that's it, you know. And uh, hats on to the uh uh, to the next guy who came on you know to replace him his head rolls off suddenly you know obviously you need to call the the medics to come in um, uh-huh. paramedics to come on with a stretcher and uh you know and then you grab the head quickly slot it back on again so that it doesn't look like it's been too sort of you know and then they just sew it back on again afterwards and they just bring a new player on yeah, yeah
1: but i mean could you like call up someone to the squad
2: and now that's another interesting point <laughs> through decapitation please can we have mm, I don't know it might have to go to a panel this one uh we'll, we'll we'll double check yes of course you know come on decapitation of course let him let him have it you know all right
1: all right all right uh, we'll, we'll uh, when it happens we'll see
2: yeah yeah no good point yeah.
1: all right um so that was the joys of croatia denmark uh, and so we're now going to have a russia versus croatia quarterfinal so The two quarterfinals that we know for sure are France-Uruguay and Croatia-Russia. Croatia-Russia, I think there's some history there. That should be tasty. But that's not for another week or so. So we're going to take a break and then come back and preview a game that's happening tomorrow, or two games happening tomorrow, Brazil versus Mexico, and then Belgium versus Japan.
2: Oh, yes.
0: Denmark. Tsubasich so has got your bacon, and he is chewing the shit out of it. Yummy. Tastes like salty tears. Yum. Tastes like salty tears.
1: back with part three i was giving it the the because eh, it's like gold because it's mexico versus brazil hey it's it's central america versus south america it's nene versus chichirito it's um it's it's uh samba versus salsa it's um help me here mate it's green versus no, no, keep yellow. Yeah,
0: it's, you're doing great
1: it's <laughs> um churrasco versus tacos it's right, uh that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. shall i stop now
2: yeah, yeah, I think so. You've got you've got the American viewers hooked. Awesome. <laughs> okay, they know now. I think they get the idea. And if they don't, then Jesus. oh, you
1: know. Well, Brazil has Jesus up on that hill, don't they?
2: They do indeed. Does Mexico have a Jesus?
1: Yes, they do. They have a player called Jesus. And he's even Jesus. And his second name begins with C. Because I remember seeing him come on and it says Jesus C. And you think, that's a little unfair at this point of the game to bring on Jesus Christ. A little unfair. <laughs>
2: But mate, the Brazilians are just turning around going, we have our own Jesus as well. But they Jesus, do,
1: Gabriel Jesus. Jesus. There's yeah, two got... Je- mate, this is Battle of the Jesuses. We've just realized <laughs> now.
2: There it is. Jesus versus Jesus. I mean, because you can't you can't, you can't you can put a mirror in front of Jesus and go, you know, come on, let's go for it. You know, but
1: is it more. is it is it Jesus in, in Portuguese?
2: Uh so in Portuguese it's jujuz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that
2: sounds drunk. Yeah, probably was, you know, when he was born. Who's your
1: um, lord and saviour? <laughs> Jesus. Jesus.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and obviously it's in Mexican, out. yeah, sorry. Obviously in Mexican, yeah. it's, it's, it's Jesus. So it's <laughs> Jesus versus Jesus. Um, I so think...
2: yeah, yeah. You better not get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> <Better> not to. <laughs> Who is it? Jujuj. <laughs> don't, don't screw with me, you idiot! What's his name? Jujuj. <laughs> Stop it! Are you serious? Yeah, uh, it is. The of the Jesus, Gizai?
1: The Gizai? Yeah, mate. The plural of Jesus is clearly Jesusai. Because
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> you can't say Jesuses. So no one. Or in Portuguese, Jujujuj. <laughs> <laughs>
0: because
2: you have to add it. Jujujuj. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Uh, more than one Jesus. It's like that song, my own personal Jesus, but with two of them. Um,
2: <laughs> All right, let's I, let's,
1: stop, let's move on to a, someone who has a Jesus complex, Nene. It is the re- it is the return of Nene.
2: It is the return of the, uh, uh, the prodigal, <laughs> the prodigal Nene, uh, hopefully without his spaghetti head. Uh, I think that's long gone now. Is it long gone? Yeah, it I gone?
1: think it's gone. I think there's a the little, there's a back little little though, so tuft of spaghetti. No, I, can't, I don't think yeah, he can, yeah, yeah. he can grow Ooh. hair that quickly.
2: Um, pff, yeah, yeah. Steroids?
1: Yeah. Well, mm, no, yeah. I don't
2: think, yeah,
1: well, maybe. Um, and Mate, Brazil were quite impressive in their last game against Serbia. Uh, they did have there was a ten-minute spell where I felt that, that Serbia looked quite likely to score a goal. Mm. Um, Marcelo is out; he's not playing tomorrow. Um, at least he's not starting, according to uh, the coach whose name no one can seem to say the same way twice. I'll go. We
2: still haven't found out. I will. I promise. I will find out.
1: I'm going I with Chiche, but I'll say chichi later. Um, Let's go for it. Because no one knows. Um, but yes, Marcelo is apparently out. And I would say that uh, so far in this tournament, Mexico's strength has been Lozano and Layún on the wings, who might get some, get some joy? Or is the fact that Marcelo's out actually a good thing because they'll replace him with Felipe, Felipe Luis, who can actually Luis. defend?
2: Yes, who's actually a defender, as opposed to, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it might sort of backfire if you, can, if you can sort of use that word for it. Um, and I'm really, I'm really sad for Marcelo. Um, first of all, because he's got such a lovely lock of hair, and it's nice lovely. to see a lovely lock of hair running around, and William is going to have to now sh- shoulder two heads, you know, as if he's the only one with the lovely lock of hair running around um but uh but also because he's you, you if you if you saw him come off against against Serbia and he was clearly quite distraught um you know and i think he was uh, it, you know it 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 seemed like he was having some kind of issue that he thought that was it was going to sort of keep him out for uh, uh you know for the rest of the for the rest of the tournament so did feel a little bit for the poor for the poor bugger um, but uh, yeah, like you said, uh, you know they'll cut, they'll bring Philippe Luis in, and um, uh, they, they, that may actually be uh, the best thing because at least he won't just bomb forward and play like a like a striker, uh, which is pretty much what he uh, what he loves doing. So, my uh, yeah. of uh, that is yeah.
1: Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Coutinho play. Who I think Coutinho has um, quietly been one of the players in the tournament uh, so far. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm looking looking forward to you know seeing if he can. Bend another one in. Um,
2: I mean, there's and there's been a lot of talk about this. And I don't know if you're interested or, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, interested or not. But like this, uh, this whole process of changing captains all the time with Brazil uh, hmm. as well. It's uh, it's been very interesting. They've so far they've had uh, uh, Tiago Silva, Marcelo, and Miranda, who've all started each three. Each of the last three games, as captains, and they've sort of rotated the uh, the armband and
1: yes, because Neymar famously said he didn't want to be captain anymore. So Tite has Chita has um, literally rotated it around everyone. So I oh, know whose turn is it tomorrow.
2: <laughs> Hands up it was like, oh me, sir me. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a very interesting sort of tactic and a very interesting way some people say you know it, it could actually be a really good way of of doing it because you're saying that everybody is going to get the opportunity everybody's going to get the chance to be a captain you know and uh, during that game but I, I i don't think so i think it's it's um i don't think it's a good opportunity what it what it kind of does is it goes is it marcelo this time no no it's miranda oh it's miranda oh miranda you know you know, it's not like you go up to your captain and ask him for advice on football games, anyway, right? It's, it's more that leadership thing. Uh, you know, you know, when you've got that captain armband, armband, you almost feel like you can, you can do and say things more uh, strongly than you normally would, and you would get people to listen to uh, to you, and and people would. So it, it's just, uh, it yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting one. It's a bit, bit of a strange one. We'll see how it. Uh, uh, How it works out.
1: On the other side of this equation, we of course have Mexico, who um have this remarkable record of having made it to the second round or last sixteen, basically out of the group stage, for now seven tournaments in a row, but it's for the last beautiful. six have not gone any further than that. Mm. That's that's where they stay. And it's um being here in America and, and living in California, it's a, a thing. They call it the um they call it the fifth game or the curse of the fifth game, Is in they don't get to play a fifth game. They play four and they go out. And so it's kind of a mystical land that they never get to. And, uh, you know, Mexicans are saying to each other, you know, what are you hoping for? It's like the fifth game. That's what we want, the fifth, fifth game. game. Um, and I'll, honestly, mate, they'll be so joyous when they get there that I think they'll completely fall to pieces and forget to play football. Um, <laughs> but But also interestingly, because they, you know, essentially they messed up against Sweden. If they hadn't um, conceded three goals or, you know, if they even had a draw, they would have gone through first. They'd be playing Switzerland on Tuesday. Uh, they wouldn't be facing off against Brazil, who are, you know, probably the favourites. Them and France are the, are the two kind of favourite teams left in. Uh, and interestingly, I think it was Guardado who's come out. Is it Guardado? Or, anyway, one of the senior players on the Mexico team has come out and say, well, you know what? if we'd beaten Switzerland to get to the fifth game, you all would have told us it didn't count. So we're going to do it against Brazil and then there won't be any contest about it. Which I yeah. thought was a, was a lovely way to put it, but also completely full of bullshit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> His circumstances are completely different and they completely change, you know, from game to game. So, yeah, but that no, was really good though. Let him let him come out. No, I think no, it was Gordano, by the way. Yeah, he's the captain. So, uh, um, like it's uh, I, I kind of mentioned it very quickly uh, a couple of days ago as well that i wanted to call this one as a you know you as, did. As, as a mexico win um because of all the uh, the the other sort of shocks and oh not so much actually that we've had the shock since then but um uh, just as as one to sort of hold out for because uh, uh, mexico's record isn't too bad against brazil you know and And then, uh, uh, then teams from outside Central America, uh, so they have far more experience uh, playing the, these teams uh, playing Brazil. So uh, you know Mexico to me, I reckon they'll be you know they'll be up for this. You know they really will. They'll be they'll be really game to 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 get out there and and to play their game, play their style, and to and to give it the best you know best shot that they possibly can. Um, you know we called a, or at least I called a, a, a Brazil. An easy sort of Brazil win against Serbia, and they they went ahead and they they did it. But for some reason, I just uh, I, I just I look at Brazil, and now even more reinforced by the fact that Spain have gone out, and you know, of course Germany went out as well, and Argentina have now gone out. All these South American teams falling. Uh, okay, Uruguay uh, obviously uh, are still through, but uh, you know with Argentina out as well, it's you have got to start thinking. You know, is Russia uh, you know just a step Too far out for South and Central American teams, you know? And uh, uh, it's you know, is this is this the World Cup of 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 Europe and and well we'd like to say Well
1: well, the the fans have traveled, haven't they? I think that's the one advantage that Mexico will certainly have tomorrow is there'll be more Mexicans in that stadium than Brazilians for sure.
2: Hmm. Well, I mean, Brazil, there are Brazilians everywhere, though, around the world. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of them come out of the woodwork in, in, uh, in Russia to, to come and see this. And probably even the, the, the you know, the, the stakes out a little bit. But, uh, but you're right, certainly in terms of traveling fans and the ones that will probably be a hell of a lot more vocal, uh, I think the Mexicans will probably win that one. Um, but will they have enough to get past, you know, Coutinho and uh, you know, uh, Neymar and and uh, you know all, all their amazing football players? You know, it's uh, they've just got such a, a a great squad as well. So I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure. Mate,
1: you were confident yesterday. You're going back on your prediction?
2: No, no, no. I I I, I am. I'm I'm going to go for for the Mexico win. I'm just think it's going to be it's going to be much tougher, obviously, than than they than anybody would ever sort of imagine. I mean they must know that they're going to be up against it. I'm, I'm just curious as to how they're going to play because Mexico are not known for just sitting back, you know, defending the, you know, the, the, uh, their box and, and just sort of hitting them on the break. They're, they're not, they can uh, do it.
1: They, they did hit on the counter pretty effectively against um, uh, Germany.
2: Against Germany, no, that's that's very true. They did, um, but I just don't feel like they're comfortable doing it. But, uh, but no, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. You know? so, no, no, I'm 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 gonna stick to my guns. I'm gonna go for it. This is this is my this is my one during the whole tournament that I'm gonna go for against the grain, against the normal regular, you know, run of the mill kind of grain. Uh, okay, folks, I'll, I'll go for it.
1: You heard it here first. If uh, if Mexico do go through against Brazil, that's exactly what Jason predicted. And if he, they don't, he was an idiot, and I was completely right because I'm just backing the other option because <laughs> uh, we'll be we we'll taking our final break, and then we'll be right back uh, with the final game, which is uh, Belgium versus Japan.
2: Beautiful.
0: Jesus, I'm drunk. No, seriously. I'm drunk. Thank God for Jesus. It's time for beach bums versus drug lords. Who will prevail? Only the Lord can know. So glad he already knows. Makes all of this a bit pointless, doesn't it? (laughs)
1: we're back for the part of the podcast that no one really cares about wants to pay any attention to yes i'm talking about belgium versus japan um i would have thought mate that belgium are going to score a sh- shack load i was going to say shed load or shag load shag load is not even a thing a uh, shack a shack Let's of <laughs> we will make it a thing they're going to score a shag of goals um i you know lukaku's rested mertens is rested Hazard is rested. Michy Batshuayi's face is not going to be a problem. Um, <laughs> mate, this really is the World Cup of the face. Delaney, Batshuayi, uh, yeah. Kabani. Anyway, um, let's face it. It's been quite long. Little...
2: Oh, oh, oh. me. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, all good, mate. All good. Look, you know, if you're, uh, if you're Belgian and you enjoy a good waffle, uh, then, uh, you know, get, get in touch with us. <laughs>
1: i I do like a good waffle um we waffle a lot on this podcast hey hey. oh let's stop it let's stop it and preview the football there's no point in previewing the football because belgium is just going to win aren't they i mean what on earth can japan japan do Uh,
2: they can get their swords out and they go for the old samurai thing (laughs) that sounds
1: disgusting keep your swords in your trousers
2: it's just to cut up the waffles, that's all. So, you know, they're going to bring, because the Belgians will bring a whole heap of waffles onto the football pitch, throw them around, and uh, throw them into the air. You know, it's that game on PlayStation that you can get where you got, got the samurai sword and you can chop the waffle in half and give one to you, one to your mate. Um, no, I think there's absolutely no point in even in going anywhere near this one. Japan to lose, and probably quite heavily uh, here on this one. Um, I hate to say this because, uh, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. Um, uh, uh, right at the beginning of the tournament, you did ask me which was one of the teams that you wanted to see go home early. And I quite uh, uh, convincingly Merrily. went for, yeah, yeah, Belgium,
1: please. You did.
2: I did, yeah, I went for it. And, uh, and now, yeah, it has to be said. Um, Belgium are growing into it you know they're really they're really growing into this game and as much as I I don't know what it is that I didn't like I was Martinez and you know there's something I don't like too much about Belgium Um, the only thing that I could I reckon could go a little bit wrong here or one of the things that but the other thing is uh, a, um, a, a De Bruyne implosion. I wonder if we might see a De Bruyne implosion.
1: It sounds um, very scientific. Is that where um, uh, an ugly ginger kid gets very upset at a stupid manager and um, goes AWOL?
2: Yeah, and starts kicking the grass and sort of you know and getting all ballistic with his teammates, uh, you know, because they didn't pass in the ball or whatever. And then he loses the plot a little bit, and then just you know, I, I don't think he's going to get himself sent off. He's not that sort of player, is he? But just not perform, and uh, and then yeah, and then do something, uh, do something a little bit wrong, or maybe get himself sent off. That'll be uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, but the
1: thing is, the thing is for Belgium not to win this game, De Bruyne has to not turn up. Hazard has to not turn up. Lukaku has to not turn up. Mertens has to not turn up. Yeah. Um, uh, the keepers, a quality he, keeper. The defence. I mean, mate, I mean, Nangaland.
2: I, Nangaland didn't turn up.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, at least that's in. I mean, Musa Dembele <laughs> doesn't even get in Belgium's team somehow. It's incredible. Um, yeah. It's it's, incredible. It's just nuts. I mean, I'm not sure what on earth Japan can or even will do. I hmm. really do hope they win. I mean, we've been yeah. desperately wrong. We didn't think that Russia could possibly get past Spain yesterday, um, but even yeah. then, there was like, "Well, they're the hosts, and you know, there might be some doping." Us, I don't. I really hope, man, I really hope Japan. I will be watching this game, cheering for Japan, um, for sure.
2: Yeah,
0: I
1: don't know how.
2: Well, everybody loves to see the how. Everybody loves an underdog as well, right? So, uh, obviously, with this one, you know. The the one good thing I reckon in Russia anyway is that they'll all be supporting Japan in the crowd. If if you know the mm-hmm. Belgians haven't brought that many of their uh, uh, th- three million people, who you know however many they've got in their country, if they haven't brought many of them over uh, to support them, uh, then the majority of the sort of partisan crowd will be going for for Japan, and that might be something that might uh, might sort of help. But uh, they've just got too much quality, I reckon. You know, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's depressing. Yeah, it is. Um, I just, yeah, let, let them get through and let England deal with them in the final. How about that?
1: Mate, let's not. Let, don't. Don't. I'm so worried about that game. We're two days away from it. I am yeah, so, we'll, talk that, it we'll talk about
2: it then. talk it
1: it. the potential opponents are getting easier makes me worry more and more and more.
2: No more Spain to look forward to. Look at oh, that. Mate,
1: <laughs> I really want to just go out to a good team. I don't want to go out to a shitty team. I want to go out to a good team. Even if we have to do it in the final. Because as we previously discussed, if you lose in the final, you're out. You are.
2: True. But mate, Columbia are a great team.
1: <laughs> maybe maybe it'll be best to lose on Tuesday. Go out now while it's less embarrassing.
2: There you go. Bosh. <laughs> Bosh. <laughs> Bosh. Have some of that.
1: Uh, oh
2: dear.
1: Well, oh. Um, I think, you know, obviously Mexico-Brazil is the the highlight of tomorrow and we all look forward to it and it'll be a game that captures the imagination and then Belgium versus Japan will play and no one will really care. Um, We'll be back uh, to to talk about what we've seen and to preview the game that's going to go horribly
2: wrong.
1: Oh, yeah. I can't wait for that one, actually.
2: It's going to be great.
1: I'm so nervous Uh, we're relying on Jesse Lingard. (laughs)
2: I don't yeah that's that is a bad point I don't have me personally much more to look forward to in this World Cup in in, in terms of sort of personal you know uh, love you know Argentina sorry uh Australia are gone whatever I had for that but South Korea are gone you know and uh, you know all of
1: England, your nine favorite teams are gone except for England mate
2: pretty much yeah pretty much it's like last England standing it's uh, kind of strange but um, yeah there's really no one else uh, in this World Cup that I uh, that I uh, really like oh, maybe brazil a little bit i guess uh but uh, certainly not france or uruguay or you know russia or Croatia.
1: Hey, it's amazing if i told you at the beginning of this tournament that england would stay in this tournament longer than germany and spain i would have been punching the air with joy i would have thought that yeah. means we are least in the semis um <laughs> oh well
2: uh, oh well <laughs> all good <laughs> second
1: round and we're, we're, out, we're out later due to the fact that we, we, we got drawn, drawn in group G rather than B <laughs> whatever <laughs> well, uh, we'll be back tomorrow everybody with more of this depressing England previewing before it all goes bloody wrong bye
2: Say. ya
0: je vois des gens courber le dos comme si la vie marquait zéro moi j'ai quinze ans et je te dis wow, 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 wow j'aime la vie
2: J'aime la vie, la vie, toute la vie.